0: what's going on golf addicts welcome to the farmers insurance betting show 2024 from tory pines db here pat perry with me back in the saddle i took a little little mini mini vacay Mm -hmm. totally checked out pat like did a great job of checking out really did i mean just didn't do anything
1: you did a fantastic job of checking out
0: I had no time to check out i was consumed with skiing and the crafts tables but um all hell broke loose like what what the hell who is this prepubescent pimple popping can't buy a liquor drink in the u.s kid that won the damn amex well why were you not on this guy pat why, why did we not know why i didn't i didn't have him, have him at 300 to one
1: I didn't even know he was in the field till about Friday. Um but you know, unlike all the Alabama football players leaving the program, right. uh this Bama this Bama player is showing up, okay? He's showing up and he is um he showed out and he's on the stage now. This kid is I mean, he had Sam Burns throwing it in the water everywhere on the last two holes. Just, you know, I absolutely just run in circles around these guys. And it shows a lot. One, how good these kids are coming out of college or in college and how they're, I don't know, whatever they're doing to train. And they're ready. And two, just the nuts that he had down the stretch. Just did not seem to let anything phase him. And it really made me sad. I mean, I was happy. I was happy for him. I thought it was awesome. I was sad because I, you know, I remember. I'm not that far removed from those college days where you didn't have many cares in the world and you didn't worry about a lot of stuff, and those days are long gone. DB, God. And I was sitting there thinking, man, that kid has not a care in the world. There's not a, there's not a, a kid that he's worried about right now that we know of.
0: Things like that. I mean, might be after last night, huh? You never know. I celebration don't know. in, in uh, La Jolla. Be. I hear. I hear they get down. Mm -hmm. um yeah I didn't watch any of it I didn't know anything about it I I was informed by the discord this morning in the first look outright show that like my boy Sammy B completely choked it away on 17 and 18 which I believe is unlike him that was a very Rory move he must have watched Rory finish in uh, Abu Dhabi the week before um and Rory tried to choke it away this week even though he won but it was still a very beta win I don't know anyway I'm not trying to make this about Rory but Sam just didn't do what I thought he was going to do. I, I I sold Sam hard in the Discord on Wednesday night in the live chat, and I wanted to see him get it done. And um, I can't believe he got beat out by, by that little kid, man. Now he's he's good, obviously, right? U.S. Open winner, U.S. Junior amateur champ, U.S. Open, uh, God dang it, U.S. Amateur and U.S. Junior Am winner. Um, there's been a couple good ones that have done that. Uh, I think like him and Tiger. I think is it. That's it. That's done that. That's it. And that's pretty pretty interesting, bud. And two weeks in a row, nobody on God's green earth except maybe his dad had the winner two weeks in a row. Like, nobody. You can't bet in Alabama, can you? No, you can't. But I bet it's I mean, surely, like, if if your son was playing in a PJ tour event, was that his that was his first PJ tour event, right? Or has he played in one before? I feel like he sh-
1: probably played in one before, but but maybe not. You know. There was something I saw. I think FanDuel maybe put out a tweet that somebody put $300 on this kid. I don't believe that. I don't believe that for one second. Got to be a marketing tool or something. There is no way somebody just, I mean, unless they just, they thought it was Scott Dunlap, and they just, And
0: and I don't even know if that kid still plays on the tour anymore. Who is Scott Dunlap? I don't know.
1: Can, well, Google him. He's a but, By the way,
0: on uh, the Thursday show that you did by yourself with Tony, uh, which shout out, I, I actually did watch it today while I was yeah. trying to do some work and research. Scott Dunlap.
1: There he is right there. He's 80, He's 60 years old.
0: <laughs> you said <laughs> you said two names in that show, and I had no freaking clue who you were talking about. Like I was like, what is Pat talking about? One of them was a golfer, an old golfer, and the other one was the girl in Caddyshack, like that you knew her name. And I was like, God, we are just a different. We're in a different. <laughs> state. I wonder who the golfer was. Everybody's got to know the girl in Caddyshack's name who just passed away. God rest her soul. Yeah, and also you knew that, which just made me laugh. Anyway, yeah. what a weird freaking start to 2024. Also, like you talked about, the kid staying in Bama. Hell, he turned down an invite to this tournament, mm. and the next one. Right? Did he turn down Pebble too? The, and the guys got the guys got. A master's invite. He's got a tour card locked up for another three years, whatever that looks like, ends up looking like. He's got signature event access. I, I mean, I guess he like he's just gonna go take some time and figure it out with his family, is probably his coach at Bama. Um, but dude, I mean, how do you how do you can you you know you just imagined yourself in college? Like, can you imagine yourself at 20 years old basically getting the invite that he just got and turning it down? Yeah, I don't – I I don't, I mean, see I don't I mean, really think NIL money is all that big in Alabama golf, right? I don't – yeah, it's not –
1: that's another thing I kept hearing about is, oh, well, he might stay because of NIL money. Listen, the NIL money, folks, is for the football players, all right? Just yeah. forget about the golfers and all that stuff. I'm sorry, but it doesn't matter how good this kid is. He's going to – he would get a lot more money going out of college – then he's yeah. going to get to stay at Bama. Nobody's going to pay him a bunch of money just to stay at Bama and play golf. I mean, there's,
0: come on, let's let's be real here. He would make way more money with a sponsor tomorrow if he turned pro and got yeah. somebody's logo on his shirt than he will staying at Alabama and playing college golf that nobody watches until the end of the season. Yeah. It's Why would anybody bad. even waste nil money on that anyway? So something is I I don't know, man. Mad respect to the kid though for doing what he did, but just so weird. Okay, next year, Tony, reminder, next year, okay, we are we are not going to take this tur- that tournament seriously next year. If it looks the same, if it's the same format, if it's this pro and BS three-course round, easy pins, moving – I saw Michael Kim tweeted today. He thought it was really strange. They moved up t boxes on one of the days when they could have pushed them back. If they're doing all that stuff and we're getting Nick Dunlap and this weird stuff going on, like not – something's going to be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris in the chat, he said this this morning in the discord, like maybe we just take a nut hut discord field trip to Tahoe. Like I did. And we all just go to Tahoe, which we could just do that. We could do a TJ live event. If we can't do that, then we just do something different than the Amex. We make it a week about something else. Or if we cover the Amex, we cover it completely different, different. I, I can't, it's just too ridiculous. My top twenty. I had all these top 20 bets that were literally one shot from cashing Damn, Eric Cole on, on the last hole, I guess, bogeyed, pre- prevented the cash on that one. Sung Jay was a shot away. From, I had all these placement bets not hit. Yeah. It's just, just the weirdest dang tournament. Yeah, you know, I just had a thought. Hmm.
1: Chalk Bomb Ben, who we always talk about how smart Chalk Bomb Ben is, hmm. formerly Chalk Bomb Ben, hangs his hat a lot on the fact that one of his best weeks ever in DFS was the American Express. Well, and yep. it's
0: one of the most random weeks, so I don't know.
1: I don't. If, if he ever
0: showed him. his face around these parts again, maybe we would let him uh, contribute to some of the content. You know? Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what we could do. Um, but I don't know. He seems like now just more of a, a legend or a myth that, that, that these days. He has he's too busy for us. Um, but anyway, it was a weird, weird, weird tournament. Uh, but we're gonna have some fun tonight, buddy. We are gonna have some fun. We got listener voicemails at the end of this show we're going to took some weird you guys are weird by the way we'll talk about that more on the void this was strange yeah. we have some strange followers fans um we're going to do that we're going to talk about our outright bets our outright bets our top 26 pack uh always presented to you by our friends at Sobet shout out to our friends at Sobet maybe maybe the guy who placed the $300 bet was on Sobet and Maybe he's just a really smart handicapper because there's now like 60-plus really good handicappers for every single sport available. NFC playoffs – or NFC – NFL playoffs going on. You got NBA action. it will be Major League Baseball season before you know it. They got handicappers for every possible sport on SoBet, all vetted, all made to be transparent with their plays, to back up their plays with logic and reasoning. Uh, unit allocations everywhere. It's taking all the gambling Twitter bad and taking it out and leaving only the good and even better because Sobet has just done it right. So if you want to join our friends at Sobet, check it out. Click the link in the description. Promo code TJ Trial gets you uh your first month for free. You can try it and cancel it anytime if you want, but we don't recommend that you cancel because you're gonna love it. And it's easy to win that ten dollars back on Sobet tailing some really good cappers. So maybe that happened. Plus our exclusive bets go in there. Some we have some exclusive bets that go in there. The Round Robin and the Mary F. Kill bets of the week, uh, which started off pretty hot. But the last Mm -hmm. last tournament, not good. I mean it wasn't good. So anyway. Um what else, Pat? What else? We got our season long bet update. Oh, you know what next week? I should tell people about this. Next week we're gonna have a special guest. Um probably on the betting show. We'll see. Either on the betting or DFS show. Our very good friend Former Super Bowl champ, Danny Woodhead, running back, New England Patriots. Oh San, San Diego Chargers, all that guy. I didn't know that. I don't think he told me this. Yeah. It's on the it's on one of the sheets that you never look at. But um oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's gonna come on and he loves golf, but and we might talk a little bit of golf, but we're mostly gonna talk Super Bowl. So we're just gonna get him gonna get us good and lathered up for the Super Bowl, talk about maybe a story or two he might have, maybe a, a thought he has about. You know, the, the upcoming Super Bowl. I think we're going to try to have him on on Monday and record it or either do it live, but either way, on Monday after the games on Sunday. So that'll be a good time. And then next week, also in the Wednesday night live chat, because it is a signature event next week at Pebble Beach, our friend Byron, the model maniac, will be joining me and Pat in the live chat on Wednesday night. Obviously, you can always catch Byron in the Discord most days and especially previewing round four showdown in the Discord. But I got to make a, a good appearance and stay with us for the night next Wednesday night. Chat it up for the Amex. Pumped about that. All right, season long update. So we we have this season long bet that we've been talking about for the first few weeks. We're going to spin the wheel. I'm making us do this. We're spinning the wheel next week. We're spinning the wheel for the pe- for the Pebble Beach Pro. Are you muted, Pat? Why are you muted? Did, what is going on?
1: What the hell happened? Did you, meet, did you mute me? No,
0: you muted yourself. Don't blame it on me. What, what did you say? I, I said, th- so this is it. This is like the whole year bet. This is the whole year bet. We're spinning the wheel to find out the punishment. And that means we got to lock in our punishments, boys. And we've had some more suggestions roll in. Would love to have your suggestions continue to come in. Drop them in the YouTube comments if you're here watching on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe so you don't miss a video. We drop videos every single week, all week, pretty much. Hit the like button. And uh, give us a comment on a good season-ending bet punishment. All right. So last week I had Minwoo Lee. What? Who did you have? I had Jason Day. Okay, so I think Jay Day finished a little better than Minwoo, but uh, uh, what do we? No, he finished a little worse than Minwoo, which was oh, he finished worse. That is is better better. for me. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but it was
1: it was a very minimal difference. It was like I think. I think Minwoo is maybe in the top 25, and Day was like 35th or something.
0: Okay. Uh, Minwoo, okay. uh, T- Tony's got it. Minwoo won $99,120. Day won only 5780 Are you serious? No, that's not. No, I, think that, <laughs> <laughs> I think he forgot a zero. I think he forgot a zero. 45000 okay. okay, here we go. So, so I you...
1: picked up a little ground.
0: A very tiny little ground. A little tiny little bit. Yeah, this thing, this thing's gonna come down to who picks the least amount of winners. I think winners are like runner-ups and majors or something. That's what this is. That's what. This well, is. I mean, I gotta admit. Sorry to
1: the chalk bomb writer, but our chalk bombs so far have been fairly decent, wouldn't you say? Uh, well, uh, although I guess it's not comparable because some of these guys were not like that we're picking
0: aren't necessarily. Oh, our chalk bombs. Yeah, ours. <coughs> oh, yeah. I think we've done r- very well.
1: But what I'm saying is they're not necessarily chalky in DFS, which is a
0: different, true. true. You know,
1: like yeah. I don't think Jason Day was that chalky last week, and
0: right. Minwoo Lee probably was. So right. Um. All right. Well, let's let's talk about it. Let's get into uh, l- let's get into the top. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share my screen here in a second and show something, but let's look at the top first. Um. 30 to 1 or shorter. A lot of these guys have moved a, a, a fair amount. I've already seen some good early, some early line movement here. Um 30 to 1 or shorter fade of the week. Is it my turn this week, Tony? I think it's me. No. Yeah. No, yeah. it was you last week. No, it was you last week. Okay, yeah, it was me. Last. All right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. This one was hard for me. I think this was the harder the hardest one of the year so far. And I don't I don't love this. And and honestly, I may, I may hedge because I kind of like this guy to have a top 10. Um, I definitely see him finishing in the top 20, but I still just like the top end of this field, and I'm too scared to take the other name that I'm considering. I'm gonna run it back with Minwoo Lee. Lack of experience here at Torrey Pines. Um just the I mean I, I do know like you do have the Aussie Kikuya grass angle. Pat, remember this is the first week with Kikuya. Yes, yeah. And so you have like the Aussie and the South African Kikuya affinity. But I just I just think like it's, I still want to see like on the PGA tour for Minwoo Lee to win a golf tournament, his irons have got to do something. Like they just have to show a little life, they don't have to be amazing. He's going to hit it great off the tee. Short game is phenomenal. I think short game gets a massive bump this week with the conditions, the pissed rain all day today on that course. It's going to be soft. I think that's going to increase the around the green play, actually. I think it's going to be great for Minwoo, but I have got to see something out of the irons before I think this guy's going to actually win. And so I just thought, man, like I got to avoid the guy that wins. And I think it's going to be Minwoo, but I think he still has a decent week. Oh man, damn it. I didn't have a backup plan. You had Minwoo too, yeah, but it was
1: because I thought I was going first. <laughs> I don't know why. So, now I don't even. <laughs> you. uh,
0: so, your options to me are Xander, Cantley, Homa, Kawa, Ludwig, Sung Jay, Day,
1: Keegan. See, I like Keegan. I'm not, I'm not gonna.
0: I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Now, remember, people, while Pat's thinking I'm going to buy him some time here, remember, if you're you're just now joining us, if you're just now starting to tune in, um, this season-long bet that we are opening up the show with is a fade, basically, in the shorter-than-30-to-1 outright range. So we're basically saying of the top guys, these are the guys that we think are going to do the, the the worst basically, and the winner of the season long contest will be the guy whose total season earnings between all those fades is the lowest. So we're just taking the fades every week, adding to get to our totals how much money they earned on the course. Like like Tony Tony said, Minwoo won ninety nine thousand last week. J Day won forty five thousand. So Pat won that week, but it, we're adding it up for the season. So that's what this is for. Which, you know, is kind of like having a it's kind of like having a chalk bomb. You know, it's it, it is. is like having a chalk. We're saying this guy's probably gonna be popular because he's a good player. That's why he's priced under 30 to one. But it's a bold fate, is what we're trying to do here. If you had to pick one to avoid, everybody loves to tell you who to play. Not many people like to tell you who they don't want to play up in this range. All right, I'm gonna go. I gotta do it. I'm going with Ludwig.
1: I thought about it, dude. I thought about I, it, too. You know, I'm going with Ludwig, man. I just, you know, look, the guy is an incredible player, and he's probably a little bit more motivated uh, after seeing what Nick Dunlap did last week, But um, even though he has already won. Um, but still, I think that, you know, a course like this takes a little bit more knowledge, you know, a couple more times. Now, he has seemed to go, like, he seemed to play well on any course that he gets on. But it's not like Ludwig has been that fantastic this year, despite what he was doing last fall. So I, I
0: think I think Ludwig is what I'm going to go with. Word on the street is, well, you know, and I'll save that for the Discord. Um, I think Ludwig is going to be. I think Ludwig's going to be pretty good here, um, given the, the off the tee play and what an advantage it is. If he's hitting 60 to 65 percent of his 70 percent of his fairways, which is a high number here. That could really help him separate, but I, I do agree. Like we, we, at least to start twenty twenty four, Ludwig's left a little to be desired. Um Especially like at Kapalua, like Kapalua is built for that guy. But at the same time, Kapalua kind of turned into a putting contest. It is kind of weird. At t- you know, it's quirky. It does take some laps around. And so then, if you talk about the Sony, not a course built for him, I, I could see Ludwig popping up and doing something. Um so I th- I think that's if, if you didn't have the Minwoo Lee option I think that's a fine option. Yeah, Minwoo was obviously first, but anyway. Okay. Uh, all right, so I want to do something. We're going to I'm going to do a little screen share here, producer Tony, and um look at the I'm going I'm going to give a little peek. I'm going to let you see DB's goodies right here. This is mm. this is CDB's goodies. I uh, I'm going to give you a peek at the model that I've I've kind of started to build here on this Monday. Now this model is based off of, uh, I built it off of the Beth the number proprietary model. And then I added my own, uh, own additional filters to the model, but I want to open it up and show the people what I've got, what it's showing. And, uh, some of the, some of the, uh, the inputs that I put in the model. So here we go. All right. Are we good? Can we see it? Everybody see it? Sweet. Oh, well, thank you, Dylan, for the super chat, the two dollars to Pat's vacation fund. That's very nice. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Dylan, for all, for all he does. Thank you, um, thank you, Pat. Uh, thank you for You're being. You're welcome. You. Thank you for being you, buddy. Okay, so let's let's do this. Let's look at the model rank first of all, and see uh, see who we have here. We got Homa, Morikawa, Sam, Samuel Ryder. Samuel Ryder Patrick. Remember him yeah. last year? He yeah. was winning this tournament on Sunday, and they put his mom on camera. And I tweeted, CBS just mushed Sam Ryder by putting his mom on camera. She, like, doted on her baby boy and how this was his big moment, and then it, 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 he lost. Um There should be,
1: like, strokes lost mom showings in this model. Did
0: you just think of that right there? Did you do that on yeah, your Yeah, that head? just popped in, in my head. head, literally. Just popped Pop. in my head. That's great. Um, maybe mute your mic again and just wait, sit it out for a second. Think. Wait, about you didn't? I it. you didn't like that? That was very lame. Strokes gained mom showing up. Like, my I could go get my thirteen year old to come up with that right now with no additional. time. Tony's laughing. I can see Tony. He's laughing. He's so. laughing at me calling you out for a horror. That was a horrible joke. <laughs> Either write your jokes ahead of time, and pull them out like like you know like you did when I had to you had to use the big words or whatever in the show whatever that was. When you had to <laughs> Those use the big words. were good. Those that were good. was all right. Get to your model. Nobody cares. Now, this makes me want to throw my computer screen f- off of a building and maybe stop podcasting altogether. I know what you're talking about. I don't even want to say his name. Let's, I don't just, let's just skip him. If you want to talk about him later, you can. Uh, Xander Schauffele, Patrick Cantlay, Adam Svensson, Eric Cole, Shocker, Sung Jay, him, Ludwig. And I'm going to stop there. That's my top 10 in the model. Uh, inputs here, recent form here. Course history at Torrey here. Obviously, uh, a lot of that, a lot of that juicy course history up here at the top with Max, uh, Kawa, even Ryder actually had the top ten. I forgot he had a top ten in 2021. Xander's played here pretty, pretty nicely. Uh, Sungjay solid as well. But I want to show people the inputs. So a couple things here: struck getting off the tee, ball speed, got that in there. I'm giving that a little, little juice. Actually, the mm-hmm. BTN model is giving that some juice. Stroke scan approach makes up a total of let's see 25, 35, 35% of the model between the per round versus the field. Love this based on um, the approach play data in the bet the number course uh, course page. And knowing that the course is going to be much softer, that approach approach bucket between 175 and 275 on those par fives last 40 rounds picked it in that range off the tee, off the fairway, and in, out of the rough filtered that down for that approach play uh, did the same thing for 75 to 140 i think when you get guys in the rough here they're going to be hacking it out when it's wet and juicy they're going to have some shorter wedge shot, maybe more short wedge shots than than usual i think some of the mid irons might be taken out also filtered that between t fairway and rough around the green um Gave that a little bit of weight there. Uh, so a couple of around the green stats here versus the field, and then versus the players' baseline between ten and fifty. Uh, Got to do some putting, some POA stuff. Um, so putting on POA last twenty rounds. This is filtered to. Now this is something people need to know about Bet the Number. Bet the Number has people behind the scenes that go to be, every PGA Tour event every year for the last however many years, few years, and they know this crap better than anybody else doing this stuff. They they have they have put in what courses are bent, what courses are bent POA, what courses are Bermuda, you know, they have, they have put what those are in here. So it may be different than some other site you looked at or something you read in an article, but I I think we can confidently say that Beth numbers people are right. And everybody else is wrong because Mm -hmm. this is what it plays like at this time of year and what it rolls like at this time of year. And, so there's some, there's some courses that have POA in them, especially in the Northeast and Canada, uh, but that can be a little different than the West Coast POA. This is encapsulating that all the POA, the West Coast POA, the Northeast POA, the Canadian POA, a little bit of that. And then in this shorter range, these putts that are going to drive people crazy all, all, all week, this is more filtered to your West Coast POA variety. And then I added in strokes gain total in Cali, so I, I only did Torrey Pines South, Tory Pines North, and Riviera. Um, I gave that some some juice, and then I did bogey avoidance. And here's what I love I love about this site is I can label it whatever I want to label it. So strokes and Cali, and then I labeled this one "Say No to Bogey." Mm, I like that good name. You know what I mean? So then that's how it sh- you know it shows up right here in the model, and that's that's how we got our uh, our inputs. Any any questions, class? Just want to kind of give that a little peek, little sneak peek behind the curtain. No, that's good. Um, you know, I wanted to share my
1: screen actually because I have I have I wanted to show some goodies. I don't know if we should let you do that, by
0: the way. <laughs> I don't Yeah, know. I, I created a model. I, I don't know if okay. I just for you to for you to A create a model and B then try to share the model on a live show, if it were a recorded show, I'd feel better about it.
1: No, I, I think we should uh I should be able to show my screen. Oh dear. Okay. I mean, why not? <sighs> I just was looking at. Um, oh wait! Yeah, what did you do? Wait a second. Hang on. I don't think I, I, don't think I shared the right screen.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Pat. How do you how do you take? Nailed it, Pat. Nailed it. How do you take that off? You did it. Now you're gonna. If you didn't do that in an in an incognito window, congratulations on the ads you just served yourself for like <laughs> you you are about That was get- an accident. I meant to share my model. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a way better joke than that Strokes gain mom <laughs> showing up. Jeez. Strokes gain mom visiting son playing golf. All right. Um the first two names on my model pat are the two names I like in this range we've talked about the guys we don't like in the 30 to one or shorter range. It's definitely Max home, defending champ. And it's definitely calm uh for me in this range. And it's really nobody else. There are some guys who have slipped into this range now that this morning mixing it up with the discord, we, we definitely fired on at, at bigger numbers, but I, I was, I wasn't fully vested in those at that point, And I'm dang sure not now that they've shortened a good bit. So, For me, it's Max Homan, it's it's Colin Morikawa. I just think those two are head and shoulders better than the other options there. I think Cantlay and Xander being at the top and being your favorites is the disgusting bros who can't finish golf tournaments is ridiculous. I think I trust, dang sure trust Max Homa to finish uh, a golf tournament when he's in contention. I actually trust Morikawa to do it more than I do Xander and Cantlay too. So even though I kind of think Morikawa is kind of a beta, but I, I I don't like Xander or Cantlay to win golf tournaments right now. And until they prove me, I said this in the Discord shows more, until they prove me wrong and win one, I'm just not interested in chasing it. And I don't think even if they did win one and I missed it, I'm not missing much, and the number won't change very much the next time they go to win. So I'm out.
1: Yeah, I feel better about Xander than I do Cantlay. Um, but I'm with you on Morikawa up there at the top at 12-1. to 1. I mean, he's he's one of my favorites, whether you're playing DFS or betting on an outright... uh um, hey,
0: bet! yeah i just noticed something what you covered the thermostat oh yeah i did <laughs> awesome way to go yeah good job you
1: see that you see what i did back there <laughs> yeah look there's a message for somebody too if you can kind of read it yeah. i will let him we'll let him see if he can see it um yeah i did um good for you man i'm glad it looks great. Yeah, so I like Sung here at 20 to 1. I I, I think Sung you look at his history on this golf course, he has been, you know, very good here. Top tens the last two times he's played here. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, – I think Sung has a very good chance. I love, you know, with Wilcox on his bag now, just how he seems to be playing. You know, I know the American Express, he, he, I feel like he just kind of fizzled out a little bit last week. But whatever, I mean, it is what it is. Um Sung I, I like though at 20 to 1. And then Keegan at 30 to 1
0: sneaking in there in this uh, round. All right. I, I hit like Keegan it. this morning at 40. He was one of the ones I was talking about. Like I I took him at 40 and I liked it, but then I started staring at it at 30. And I, I don't know. Like I, I still think Keegan could play well. I just don't feel as juiced up about it at 30. Yet. That could change before everything gets going. By the way, we didn't even mention this. Like, don't forget they tee off on Wednesday this week. So they are starting on Wednesdays, running Wednesday through Saturday to not interfere with the uh, uh, the conference championships on NFL Sunday. So, yeah, everything's going to be condensed for us too. So we'll do the Discord chat on Tuesday night. So check, don't forget to check that out if you're in the Discord. And uh, both emails will go out. Maybe the heavy petting goes out on Monday. But if not, both will go out, heavy petting and chalk bomb, on Wednesday. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I definitely don't mind Sung Jay. I, I think after being so – you know, all in, in him, all in on him last week. I think I'm gonna probably kick to like a top 10 or top 20 on Sung and be out. But I just think up top, I, I want the killers. I think I want, and I mean home is like the killer, and Cal was, like he could be there, but I just I that's that's who I want. Okay. All right, let's move on. I, I do like some names in this next range, up to 75 to one. Before we do, we've already kind of announced that we've talked about our friends at Swanny's new golf partners. I got me some Swanee's gear. I got me some drip. Yes, I saw Chris talking about it in the chat. This is the, uh, what is this, the Van Dyke hoodie with the zipper. Very cool hoodie. I like this hoodie. Golf hoodie pullover. Very lightweight. Mm -hmm. And code TJ25 gets you 25% off your entire Swanee's order, which is the best promo code we found. It's better than the intro offer that Swanee gives you on their website when you first sign up and uh and it's on your entire order and you can use it more than once so we need the tj fam to step it up swannies has stepped up and said hey we love the tour junkies fans and followers and listeners we're gonna we're gonna partner with you guys all year um so you'll hear about swannies all year we'll do some cool content with them online on social as well they're going to be at the waste management which will be at the waste management in a couple weeks excited to meet those guys there rekindle the old relationship we had with them back in 2015 when they started same year we started a lot of synergy with swannies uh but locally, you know, US owned family owned business now with 50, 60 plus employees. They're in over two or 3,000 retailers and PGA uh, pro shops and stores. They have new drops coming very soon for the spring men's lines, women's lines, junior lines as well. That's what I love about them too. So if you have a golf family or if, you know, if your family just likes golf apparel or whatever, the whole family can, can get in on it, it's not just men's stuff. So pumped about that. They ship anywhere in us and canada so for our canadian friends you can get it i'd like to apologize in advance now to aussie db i'm sure he's going to message me um you know i'm sorry we'll maybe we'll try to figure something out i don't know we'll we'll figure it out aussie db you put in a massive order and we'll ship it ourselves to you we'll do that if you're an aussie aussie land i don't know i'm here to tell you that it's very expensive to to (laughs) ship he needs to do a massive massive order Yeah, he does. Um, So, swannies.co is the website. Uh, Link is in the description. Uh, Or you can scan the fancy QR code producer Tony's got going on right there. TJ25 at checkout for the discount. Um, All right, up to 75 to 1. Pat, who you got?
1: Well, I got a couple of people in here. Um, you know, I I'm back on to Sahith this week. Um, you know, he's at about thirty five to one. I like him a lot. Had that second place finish at the Century, then missed the cut at the Sony Open. Um, good for you, or was it you who had him in, in the season long deal? Either way, yes, yes. we both missed cuts. Um. And then, you know, he's played here two years with a T25 in 2022 and then a T4 last year in 2023. I just like sith a lot on this golf course. Hits Hits the ball a mile. Um, so I'll take short him game, at 30.
0: Short game for me is what's attractive about him. Oh, yeah, his
1: short game is is quite good. Um, I like it, too. You know, there's, there's been some interesting movement on some players that are in this range. One, Sep Straka. Who is at forty to one now, and I think he opened up around like sixty or seventy to one, um, which makes me wonder what the big deal is. I, I did like Sep, but I'm not sure I like him as much. At forty to one as where he was opening at, um, but I definitely think he is—he's one that is is interesting. I, I think you know a guy like Nikolai Hoygaard who finished second last week to Rory. At the mm-hmm. D- Dubai Desert Classic, he is around, um, I think the best number I saw for him was about, um, yeah, 55 to 1 over on FanDuel. I think he could be interesting as well. You know, he he plays all over the world. I mean, you, you just, but he he does play a lot of events on the PGA Tour, so I like Koi Guard. Um, outside of that, I tell you, there's two that really interest me because of the number. Hideki. And Keith Mitchell. Now, Keith Mitchell's oh. history. Keith Mitchell's history here has been
0: terrible. You're throwing out seems, some names that I have. To, I have some takes and thoughts on. This is actually a juicy conversation.
1: Well, I mean, Mitchell seems to get like get into a little bit of a groove on the West Coast. You know, like last year we were talking about you know Kashmir Keith and all that kind of stuff. Like, I just feel like, despite the fact that he doesn't have a great record here. This could still be a course that he could play well on. So he's at seventy to one, and then Hideki is around sixty-five or seventy to one. Is Hideki re- should he really be that? I don't know. The value f- feels like it's there for Hideki. Mm-hmm. And let's look at let me look at the the latest numbers I'm seeing on Hideki. He is at sixty-six to one on points bet, sixty-five to one on on FanDuel. Yeah. Feels like some good value there. And he's, I mean, he's played, you know, decently well here in the past. You know, he's got a top 10 last year, a T3 back in 2019. And then, you know, he's only played, he's played twice this year, but he did play, he played Century and the Sony Open. I like that. I like that he's coming in off of playing in two events, despite, I mean, the Century wasn't great, but he made the cut at the Sony Open.
0: Yeah, Um, let's hear the
1: takes. Let's hear the takes.
0: Well, on Hideki, I I didn't have as strong a take on Hideki, but looking back at it now, it's kind of funny. Like the weeks, I was looking at his form coming into to this event before all these really good finishes. Um, And it's not like every year that he's played well at the Farmers, he's had incredible form leading up to it. Because I mean, his form is not great right now. He hasn't had a top. He hasn't had a top ten since the players. Am I seeing that right? Um, it's been a while, so I I don't I feel less com- comfortable with Hideki, but I mean it does feel like it's a decent value relative to some other names. The Keith Mitchell take is is interesting, um, because normally I'm not quick to jump on Keith Mitchell, especially on the West Coast. Uh, I like him on Bermuda. Um, I faded him last week, which you know, obviously, I, I maybe or no, I didn't fade him last week. It was the Sony. We knew we knew something about him, uh, and I kind of faded him t thirty whatever. Um, I don't think I had to take on him at all last week, but I'm with you. I actually I, I like it too. I I think the he's going to check some boxes in the key in certain you know key mid iron ranges. He's really good around the green for the most part. I mean, solid around the green for the most part. Um I'm kind of with you. I like the the ability off the tee, and and you know the the record here is not good, but I, I think this is going to be kind of a an interesting year for Tori. If it's that soft, this could look a lot like the 2019 Farmers when uh, the the winning score was like I don't know, like what Rose won it like 20 under or something, 17, 18, 19 under. So, I don't know. I think I think it's kind of where the score is going to be, and and I just like the distance and and the the accuracy off the tee that Mitchell brings. A little bit like Ludwig. I mean, I think it's going to be a, even more of a weapon right now um, in these conditions. So I, I think the Mitchell seventy to one number is is good. I who was another name you mentioned Hideki Mitchell. I agree with you on Tagala. Oh, Sep. Was it Sep? Yeah, Sep was the other one. I I don't I, I don't really get the Sep play. And people were talking about him in the Discord chat this morning. Um, you know, I just kind of. I I do think Seb maybe of maybe becoming a better player over the last call it twelve months than than he was prior maybe more maybe a slightly more consistent player. Um, iron he's had some nice spike iron weeks which will be good. He, his short game is not good. He he is he's not good around the greens um, at all. So that that concerns me a little bit. Um, I don't of all
1: the players though that I was looking at early, he is he was
0: getting the most steam and i'm not really sure what was going on there but in, in the model that i just showed everybody he's 74th in the model rank the only real stat he pops in is the approach play he's off the tee you know he's kind of average off the tee in terms of I mean, he's, he's accurate off the tee but he, he's bottom third in ball speed and distance the the key proximity buckets he's middle of the field in around the green he's near the, he's almost dead near the bottom. Poa, he's just kind of okay. He doesn't have a whole lot of California experience. Like, you know, I mean, he has had some good finishes here. I just don't, I don't know. It doesn't, I'm not rushing to bet it at 40 or 50 to one. It doesn't seem like a great value to me. You know, if, if, he's, if he's 80 to one, I guess, I, I just don't, I don't know. There's one more name in this range I really like, and, and it's a little bit, Maybe it's a who's it like? It's a little bit. It's it's kind of like your Hideki play. I just think for the guy and for the type of player that we know he is, which is typically really good short game and good iron play, uh, is Shane Lowry. What what do you think about Fat Fat Shane? He's sixty six to one on MGM. He's played here three times. hasn't played here since twenty eighteen. I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's a scheduling thing, uh, or maybe it's because he just doesn't like this place, but. I mean, he didn't have to be here this week either, and and he's here. But a T thirteen and a T thirty three in his first two outings here. At, uh, last time he played in twenty eighteen, he missed the cut. But to me, like Lowry, the, the short game brings him in play a good bit. Um, you know, we saw him start his start his year off last week. He missed the cut on the number at twelve under. Like I don't, I, don't, I think that's another thing too. Like I don't think we can get super caught up in the Amex last week because. Obviously oh, we know that, totally. totally, yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, I setup. Mean, it's short, it's dome golf, which this is going to be dome, dome golf too. I think the weather is probably we not talk about that. The weather looks perfect. Normally yeah, it's we're all, be- normally this, this time of year, we're all talking about weather draws and which course do you want to be on North or South North's way easier. Um, South's, you know, much more difficult now for showdown, you, for sure, if you're playing showdown, you want to be on the North course, uh, because you're going to get more birdies in, in perfect conditions uh, at Tory, but, you know, with the Amex being the, the pro am thing and pins in the middle of the of the greens and guys firing at it, and you know, I just don't. I'm not going to put a whole lot of stock if Shane Lowry missed the cut at 12 under on the number to open his season. But I just think he's a guy who fits the mold for who could play well at Tory Pines. So Lowry at 66 to one on MGM is is uh, is a play for me.
1: Yeah, I don't mind that. I mean, he's he's one that I always kind of look at and and fields and tournaments like this you know difficult golf courses that
0: kind of stuff so i I don't mind
1: i don't mind shane lowry at all
0: um all right what about some bombs let's let's move on outside of the 75 to 1 range up to kind of that 125 to 1 range who are who are you into well
1: i mean we got to start with sam (laughs) Ryder, who is who is right up near the top of the 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 model rankings he Really had a great chance to win this golf tournament last year, but you know, Max Homa just did what he did, yeah. and um, just slammed the door and and won the golf tournament. But Sam Ryder fits the you know fits the mold here of a guy that should win, so I do like him. You're probably getting him around 120 to one, maybe a little bit longer. I don't know if you've seen seen him any longer than that. I don't, really um, know. but I, but I do like him. Um, can I interest you in a little Ryan Fox?
0: At ninety to one. Now I love Ryan Fox. I've drafted him in a lot of underdog best ball season long drafts. He is on my. I think he's on my season long draft we did in the Discord. I do love Ryan Fox. I, you know you have like the Adrian Moronk, Ryan Fox range in here. Yeah, Moronk coming off a second place at the. It, I think in Dubai yeah, last I, week. So. Yeah, I I just think I'm I'm kind of sticking to and same thing. Oh, that was another name you mentioned was Hoygard. Um, I'm kind of sticking to the. Like, I don't, I just feel like Tory, I feel like you got to have a little bit of of experience around Tory. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, not a lot of great course history. I'm picking Keith Mitchell, but because I, I do think with some of the variants at Tory, like it play really tough or it could play really easy one year. Like, you could have middle, you could have, you know, wide ranges of finishes if you've played here in the last five years. But I, I just like you to have some level of experience laps around these two golf courses, especially too. like given today. I mean, think about Moran played in Dubai, flew across the world to get here. And now today was a wash. Like nobody played any golf today. Yeah. So he's going to get one day. He's basically going to get one day to figure out two golf courses. I mean, I know obviously he can put more emphasis on the South, but I mean, you can't ignore on, on a, on a week like on a week like this where the weather's perfect. If you don't go out and shoot four under or better, probably maybe three under, but like four man, eh, probably three hundred. Three under or better on north course on the north course, probably better. Yeah, you're you're gonna be in trouble when you get to the south court, or if you've already played and you haven't you not done any damage. Like you're gonna have to get some birdies on the north course. And so for, for these guys having to travel and you know, I mean, I don't know if Fox has been here for a while or Hoygaard. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember if they played last week, but For Moronk specifically, I just don't know that that's the best spot to take a guy like that. But So, Fox, I like as a player. I I do think this place could fit him nicely. I just don't know that I believe him to win, but it could be a nice top 20 bet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you could look at it a couple different ways for guys that don't have a lot of experience. I mean, if they don't have a lot of experience, I would rather we have the conditions like we're probably going to have this week where the weather's going to be perfect You know, there's not a whole lot of, you know, things that could, you know, really mess with what they're doing out there as far as, you know, game planning for the golf course. They're just, it's going to be very straightforward because they don't have to factor in a whole lot of weather and things like that. I think that is one reason I think you could see some guys who are just super talented, but don't have a lot of experience um, doing well on this golf course this week. Now that, certainly contradicts what I said about Ludwig Abair, But the reason I said that about Ludwig was because I had to pick somebody up there and he was the only one that I really made sense. So (laughs) all you, for all you Pat fact checkers out there (laughs) just said, well, Pat, you said earlier that, uh, experience matter.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, you definitely talked out of both sides. You were definitely being a politician there. I don't, um, yeah, I, and it, like I said, I, I like Ryan Fox. I mean, I like him as a player. I guess it, that at that range, it's not a, not a bad play. You know what? I, I realized? I forgot a play in the previous range, Pat. I mean, mm. I'm definitely very interested in Luke List again. That at, mm. uh, at seventy five to one, former champ. I remember where I was the night he beat Wills Zaldoors in that playoff. I was in everybody
1: a- remembers it because you <laughs> victory lap the <laughs> listen, heck out of that more than you victory lapped any anything you've ever victory lapped
0: listen the 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 years of missing on luke list all built up and I just happen to be at a wedding with an open bar and you know sometimes life just lines up but you know he's always played Tory quite well I think he's going to be comfy as comfy as he as comfy as he's gonna get putting he's probably there at Tory Pines so, you know, started off his year at, at century and Sony, you know, hit it, hit it fine. Both, both events hit it fine. Hit, hit the irons really well at Sony. Just, you know, lost six strokes putting, which is what he tends to do. So, but I think it's 75 to one. I think list is definitely, uh, definitely in play here other than Ryder. Cause I do agree with you on Ryder. I mean, I think, I think, you know, one twenty five to one, we talked about that today in the, in the discord, like can Ryder actually win a tournament? Well, if, you you take his mom out of the picture he's been on tour long enough he's been around it long enough like we see it every year these guys that like finally win an event or whatever I I think as close as he came last year to beating the likes of Max Homa and Morikawa and John Rahm and you know a a very strong field last year I I think Sam Ryder is capable of doing it I actually there's there's guys in here that I don't don't believe are but I I think Ryder is capable of it and at 125 to 1 I don't have to have a ton of belief in in that, especially in this range. Uh, I don't really have a lot in this range. I I do like a guy who you and I know talked about a little bit in the Wednesday night show in the chat. We were I think we were kind of trying to figure out why or how much we like this guy as he went on his way to missing the cut at the Amex. But Taylor Pendrith feels if if, he feels a little Luke Listy to me. Uh, I guess he's probably a better putter than Luke List, but. Plenty of distance, has these speak, the speak, spike iron weeks. And if you catch him on one of those, he he's found himself in contention, you know, a couple of times on the PGA tour. And I, I think he's I think, you know, it it wouldn't shock me to see him on the top page of the leaderboard at Tory Pines. Does he close the door? I don't know. But at 125 to one on points bet, I, I'm kind of interested to see. Okay. all Um, all right outside of that any other bumps over that that range like i i had one in here in particular i'm sure i'm going to find some others before the weekends but we're going to get moving here austin Eckrode is a guy we talked about uh also this morning and he and he's shortened the discord show is like 170 to 1 this morning he's now 130 on dk but Eckroth's a little bit of a field play too. I mean, he's missed the cut both times he's played here, but the the overall skill set we know of Eckroth, hit it far, really good long mid iron play. You know, hope the short game kicks in um, and, and just you know we kind of it seems to he seems to be a, a a low floor high ceiling guy, but I I, I think Eckroth's interesting. Okay, um,
1: I'm gonna go with Sam Stevens, man. He's at 180 to one. Did not see um, that. Okay, Sam Stevens. Yeah, Sam. Almost one action. If you look at the BTN model, he shows up pretty well there. Um, top ten in strokes gained around the green. Um, he's he's a good putter. Um, looks good off the tee. I think um, you know you just look at those stats in general. Plus, he finished thirteenth here last year. Um, had that top twenty five at the Sony Open. Um, did make the cut last week, but didn't you know play great on the weekend i think sam stevens is interesting at at 180 to one i feel like he's a guy that can can win i mean he he hasn't gotten there quite yet but at 180 to one if we want a long shot that has a you know check some boxes and it's been playing well i think sam stevens is the guy
0: okay sam stevens wow okay i did not see that happening all right let's talk top 20s the top 26 pack and then we're gonna get with some listener voicemails show you guys just kind of how weird some of our listeners are but um Going to get us some listener voicemails and get out of here, but the top 26 pack, two locks, one bomb at four to one or longer. Um, Pat, th- I'm going to start this one. Okay. Uh, my two locks, let me pull them up here. My two, you know, God dang it. I don't want, okay. My two locks are going to be, I'm going to take two guys that I'm not going to bet outright because I just, I'm not quite buying the close the door and win it right now, but I, I am interested in the player, having a good week, and it's going to be Tony Finau, who we didn't talk about, plus 115 to top 20. Incredible record here, four top 13 finishes in the last five years, T25 at the Amex last week. Um, We know who Tony Finau is. We know what he does best. Great short game, underrated short game, obviously plenty of distance, long irons are dialed. Tony Finau plus 115 on DraftKings. I don't know what he is on BetMGM, but I'll probably take him there. He's probably still plus money or even money at best or at worst. And then I'm going to go with uh, with Keegan, who we talked about a little bit, plus 140. You know, like I said, I, I feel like he's also kind of that low floor, high ceiling kind of guy. And I'll go with Keegan at plus 140.
1: All right. Well, I will go with Sungjae at plus 110. And then uh, and both these guys I had as outright, so I, there's just not a whole lot of mystery to it. But then I'll also go with uh, – well, actually, I didn't really have this guy as an outright, but I do think he can I think he's gonna play well this week. I'm gonna go with Decky
0: at plus 240 at top 20. Ooh, that's a lock I, for you, huh, Decky? I'm locking it in. Plus yes. That's a juicy lock. All right, uh bomb territory. <sighs> Who you got? Four to one or longer?
1: I'll let well, you I'll through. make this one easy too. I'm just gonna stick with Sam Stevens here at five to one.
0: Mm, all right. I thought you were gonna go I'm, Sam Ryder. We'll we'll make it a pair of Sam's. Okay. I'll go Sam Ryder. Sam Stevens, five to one, you said? Yep. There you go. Top 20 locks. I like it. All right, Pat. That is the end of the, I guess, serious portion of the show. If we have one of those, you know, the listener voicemail thing, it just, this is so puzzling to me. You know, I listen to a bunch of other podcasts, and a couple of them have people that call in and leave voicemails. And, you know, obviously the weird ones or the entertaining ones or the funny ones or whatever, they they, they get airtime on the show. But I, I listen to these and I'm like, oh, that's great. That's a great conversation starter. And, you know, oh, we should get our listeners that we could have some fun with that. And then every time we beg for voicemails, first of all, we have to beg for them. And that's that's really on you guys. We shouldn't have to do that. We have plenty of listeners to be able to call in and get plenty of. Voicemail, quality voicemails. Yes, I'm reprimanding all of you right now. If you're listening, I'm reprimanding you. Mm. I reprimand. saw in the comments earlier. D- I DB it. reprimand. Yeah. Um. But but then like you guys just. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Pat, did you listen to any of these?
1: One of well, I don't know what you're playing. <laughs> I think, uh, I, think I believe I... No, you stole them all. I couldn't hear them anymore once you. Actually, I don't know. I listened to one
0: of them, and it was crazy. Well, first of all, what's what's funny too is like nobody leaves their name, which is probably smart for most of these. Most of these is probably probably very smart. Uh, but but there were prizes up for grabs, which we already announced those. So, um, all right. Well, let's let's. I don't know what we're gonna do. We're just gonna play them, and then I guess see what see what we have to say about them. So, Tony, fire fire away.
2: Hey, tour junkies, just wanted to give me.
0: Play it again, Tony. Play it again. Play it again. 14 seconds. 14 seconds. Thankfully, he didn't say his name. Do we got it? We have it. Try it again.
1: Okay. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have that.
0: 14 uh, seconds voicemail. And well, my guy, my guy goes, <laughs> I'm on the wrong side now. What'd he honest. say? He's like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, Tor Junkies, it's me or something. I don't know. He says something. Was that a rotary phone? <laughs> <laughs> and then he cannot figure out how to hang he up. He's trying to like. He can't figure out how to hang up his phone. He just keeps. <laughs> is there... Okay. Producer Tony said he's got it again. Go again. One more time.
2: Hey, tour junkies, just wanted to give me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's three, it's three, three button that was... beeps. Trying to... <laughs> that one, that one actually is the funniest one to me. That's the funniest one. Um, I had not heard that one so for yeah, Me it's all downhill good. from here. I just thought that, that was, was really awesome. good. And he actually he actually left a real one. Um but the real one was definitely not good enough to get on the show. So <laughs> I thought this was the best. Uh, all right, anyway. All right, let's let's uh I think this next one is a is a suggestion a, a name suggestion which we asked for suggestions for the Thursday show. Um a name suggestion for the show.
2: Good, Good morning, morning, Junkies. This is Batch up in New Hampshire. I'm listening to your Thursday no-name show. I'm thinking foreplay. Call it foreplay. We leave it there. It's not quite betting. It's not quite DFS. It's a little foreplay going into the weekend. Um, use a, a beer sleeve or two myself. So I will see you later.
0: Oh man, so many things to break down. Yeah. First of all, did he say his name was Vag? I didn't get it. I didn't get the name. Um, (laughs) I I love the creativity with Siwoo later. That's beautiful. Um, Really appreciate that he loves us. Definitely does not sound like he needs any more beer sleeves, but we would send him one. Um, Maybe he's also. Maybe it, whatever part of Virginia he's from he is under a rock because I think Foreplay yeah. play is one of the biggest golf podcasts in the world. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for that name, though. He, he is driving down the road like, oh, I got one. <laughs> like, I got this, boys. I'm about to – what's that number? I got a number. I'm about to win me a Siwoo shirt and a beer sleeve. Uh, hey, boys, this is a match. Uh It's Foreplay, play dog. You know, it's, it's before the thing. And oh, it's sexual. Shh
1: people i mean it would have been great
0: what if he was like what if Ten he called, back, what, if he called what if he called back and he's like oh oh, oh. and and you know make sure it's like f o r e like golf like four play that'd be great oh god just oh just rich just real rich um uh, <laughs> we appreciate the uh badge it's really nice of you <laughs> to call it. yeah These are actually making me laugh more now. I don't know why. I didn't think this was going to be that good, but I think this is kind of good. All right, the next one is uh, a punishment idea, I think, for the season-long punishment. Never mind. Nobody's going to want to call in. All right, four junkies,
1: punishment time. Loser on the punishment wheel has to roll up to a public course as a single to get paired with a foursome while wearing a Tim Tebow jersey and shorts.
0: All right, so uh by the way, yeah, like I said, I, nobody's going to ever want to leave us a voicemail again after we roast these, but that one was was coherent, first of all, so good good for this guy, this nameless person. Um but that was one that was coherent. So the idea pat is roll up as a single, play golf with in a group in a Tebow jersey and jorts, So some jean some jean shorts, which is very Florida. What do you think about that one? I it's, I
1: it's actually a decent idea um apparently tony has some thoughts on this
0: tony what do you got
1: i was gonna say if you're gonna go full 2011 2012 whenever tebow mania was running wild uh you gotta go everything so like whatever the top 10 songs that were popular in 2012 that's all you can play on your speaker you gotta you gotta really specialize it special specificize I don't know, I'm just making up words <laughs> specificize it to uh 2012 or whatever year that was yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: like, yeah it's really- like your cocktail could, or your whatever you're drinking has to be like something like special for that year mm. I don't know what you tie, tie it into like a TV show like whatever TV show was popular yeah you know what I mean some
0: something like that yeah just the whole the whole thing has to be only 2012s. That's not a bad idea. You, If we wanted to take it even a step further, I don't know what kind of money this would cost, but like try to find some clubs that were hot in 2012. And you play the round 2012. Chris Draper said we could wear an Aaron Hernandez jersey. <laughs> really mix uh, it up there. Yeah. I was going to say, of all the Florida, which we, you know, obviously this listener, may maybe, I'm, I'm assuming they know that we hate Florida with a passion deep within us. Uh, We both hate Florida a lot. Uh, But if I were ever forced to wear any jersey of a Florida person, Tim Tebow would be the the better one. I mean, I like Tebow. He's a good dude. Uh, I don't know how he could. but So it would be worse for me, I know I can speak for me, to wear another Florida player's jersey.
1: Yeah. I think the
0: jorts part would probably be the worst thing for me. (laughs) <laughs> but i think the george thing would would look would look natural for you i think that would look natural i don't think so at all but and i don't appreciate that by the way. <laughs> i think this is a good i think this is a good idea to build off of this is actually a very useful voicemail i think we build off this one. we think about it let's kick it around if you have any comments or suggestions on how further we could make this 2012 or whatever the year is drop that in the comments that's interesting i think we have one more if i'm right to, uh producer tony one, one more here, and this is another uh, barely coherent one, I think.
2: I absolutely love it the life. fucking boy, right? You guys have won me so much money over the years. <laughs> I love it. I just want to actually say that I'm, I may be a little hammered right now. I took really? Aki, bahita, bah, uh, potato, potato. My guy, long story short, I'm going to chase after him. I do have a question uh Is he somebody that we think he can win uh, this year, like on the tour? Uh, Anyways, love you guys. Big fan of the show. Found you guys through uh, Hammer Don, so uh, do also though. Love you guys. So keep going with you guys. Going,
0: Tony. We got to cue that up again. I want to hear it again. Uh, My guy. First of all, like God, I love that we got some listeners from Hammer Don. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Hammer Don, our boy Tone Diggs, Brucey e. Bryan over there at Pat McAfee Studios. Uh, love that, and anybody that listens to Hammer Don is gonna like our show. So that's good. We like that. My boy is is clearly hammered. And um, if you if you if you did if you couldn't read the transcription attempt from Google Voice on this you probably could not even figure out. Do you know who he was talking about? Do you know who he was asking about? I guess you probably do. Uh, you yeah, I think him. he
1: was asking about Akshay. He was asking about Akshay. Yeah. It's, he, the Google Translate is the best thing that, about <laughs> these voicemails is because it comes through first as an email and it translates it. So you get to look at that before you even get to listen to it. And it's fantastic.
0: True. And sometimes, or actually, I think probably most times, like Google Translate is is funnier than the actual voicemails, but not in our listeners' cases. Most of them, yeah, these are weird. But uh, if you had not seen the the Google Translate, uh, which translated it, I just asking Fajita Potato, a guy long story short. <laughs> <laughs> he mispronounces Batia. That's where Fajita comes in. And then he, yeah, let, I, let's... I just gotta just gotta hear it one more time, Teddy. Just one more time.
2: <laughs> I absolutely love the fucking boys, all right. You guys have won me so much money over the years. I love it. I just wanna actually say that I'm I may be a little hammered right now. I took Ashki bahita Bah uh, Potato <laughs> Potato. A guy, long story <laughs> short, I'm going to change the Is this Brian Kirscher? Uh, is he somebody that we think he can win uh, this year? Like on the tour? Uh, anyway, love you guys. Thank yes. you guys for the show. Found you guys through uh, Hammer. So uh, you also, though, love you guys. So love you. Keep going with you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love you, man. God, I love you, man. Oh, I told you I love you, man. Also, yeah, in the beginning, it does sound like Brian Kirshner. He, he, his voice sounds like Kirshner, and Kirshner drinks a lot. It could be Kirshner, and, disca- and trying to throw us off by telling us he heard us on Hammered or Poor. Poor Kirshner.
1: <laughs>
0: I love you guys, man. Anyway, I love you guys. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be friends with that guy. oh thank you um all right so anyway i don't know if we'll ever do that segment again i thought it was i thought it was fun but god we had to work really hard to get those drunk guys to call in um it would be great if you guys had more of those in fact i'll just say this if at any point in the year you are drunk or high and you just got to get something off your chest or ask a question or what about anything please please for the love please call the number 706. Put it
1: in your favorites.
0: Yeah, put it in your favorites right now. Tour Junkie's hotline. Put you can put in our put in DB and Pat help. DB and Pat yeah. help. 706-6 addicts. 706-623-3428. You may not ever think you want to call it right now, but you're sober right now. But when you're not, and you want you got a you've had a gummy or what, you know, whatever you're doing, bath salts, some of you've probably doing some bath salts. If it's anything, just call us because that was. That was actually fun. That was more fun than I thought it was going to be. Oh, all right. Great show. On the next show, on the DFS show, there's some another surprise in store that I've not even got to see, and I'm excited. Pat's done a video for us, him and producer Tony, working on something behind the scenes for the farmers. Apparently, we've got, uh, we've got some farming with Pat going down. Can't wait to watch that video. It'll be on the DFS show. Hope you guys have a great week. Bend over your bookies.
2: See ya.